You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. And I am Heather Caro. And we are broadcasting from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls. Wow. Look at you go. You know, I was thinking about coffee, so that was like the (laughs) adrenaline rush right there. So, understood, Heather. (laughs) Well, thanks for listening. If you uh, missed Madeline Shields, uh, great sharing of what the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House is all about. I think it's always good every once in a while to just have a homeless shelter on to remind us of those less fortunate. And I could see, Teresa, that you were calculating in your head how you could volunteer. Yeah, well, just what really struck me was just how open um, the Bishop Dudley House is. You know, like, a lot of shelters are only open for a few hours a day or, like, just overnight. And this is really cool. Like, it feels it feels like a place to, um, where people feel at home. And there's lots of different ways to volunteer. So I love that. Yeah. Well, because you were saying you had worked when you were on your mission, you worked in Boston? Is that what you said? You were working in Boston? What are their hours yeah. like? Um, the specific one I was thinking about is just an overnight sh- shelter. So it was from 11 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. And so, like, this is... That is is ridiculous. Yeah. It's in this Boston, freezing cold, middle of the winter. Why so late and so early? I think it was because a lot of the people that would visit um, were pretty violent and dangerous. So they were just trying, like, to put a grasp on it. I don't know. Wow. And there's other resources, too, like day shelters or whatever. Um, But the specific one, I remember, like, people complaining, like, it was... Anyone could get into it. And so... It was where, like, there would be a big lineup of people outside, Mm -hmm. and they'd have to get kicked out early in the morning, and, you know. Wow. Well, and I, for years, I've been collecting um, hotel bottles of shampoo and stuff. Every single time I go into one, I steal their stuff, and then I have these bags that I take into either the banquet or the Bishop Dudley house because they <laughs> said awesome. it's hard if you give the homeless a large thing mm. of, of body wash or whatever because it's hard for them to pack and carry around. That's a good point. But if you give them the little stuff, then they can use the little stuff a couple times and then throw it away. Huh. So I didn't think about that. I always, so I'm just giving the listeners, you know, a little like, hey, next time you're at a hotel... Steal that stuff. Well, I guess it's not really stealing if it's you're allowed to take you're it. You're Robin Hooding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this isn't really a homeless shelter thing, but it, I just thought of it when you were mentioning the hotel things. I heard this interview once about um, I can't remember. I can't remember who the in- who the interview was, um, but she suggested that you pack in your car a zipper bag of just things that you can give out. So like if you're passing a homeless person and they're asking you for cash or whatever, and if you don't have any or don't want to give them cash, um, it's a Ziploc bag full of like shampoo, a snack, maybe like those, I don't know what you call them, the warmer pads that you put in your pants or whatever. Um, Maybe like a prayer card or just something um, so you can give it to them and it meets their needs. Maybe like a $5 gift card or whatever, but it also shows them that you were thinking ahead 
and that you were hoping you would see them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just interesting. Like, you know, another way to keep the homeless in mind. Yeah, I love it. Because I feel like we can get so stuck in our rut of like whatever we're doing, our tithing, which is good, you know. But it's just always good to like have your eyes and ears open to mm-hmm, see what mm-hmm. other ways you can serve. Yeah, absolutely. So, folks, if you're just tuning in, this is uh, Teresa and I's banter time. For those of you that don't know, Teresa's our new listener relationship coordinator in Sioux Falls. She's begging me not to ask her questions. I won't ask you questions. Yeah, you, you always ask me questions. I feel like I need to be asking you questions. All right. Go for it. Okay, Heather, talk about <laughs> talk about your job as programming director. What do you love about it? Oh, I absolutely... Okay, so I always feel like... Um, my whole life, I've always felt like I was a connector. Mm. Like, I'm like, oh, if this person met this person, <laughs> they would both be so excited and it could just go, like, it just happened on Saturday. Really? We had Michael Rogers in. He's an artist who we're going to actually talk to tomorrow out of when we have our Aberdeen show. Michael Rogers was in. Well, then he is an artist and he um, drew, illustrated for... Louis Lent, which is the new Ascension Press release, and it's been all over anything Ascension Press, which is really exciting. And he's an OG grad. Okay, so Michael was in yesterday here at the Mustard Cedar on Saturday. And then I know Doug Mellar, who's also an artist. And he lives here in Sioux Falls and loves to talk about art. And so then I'm like, you two need to meet. (laughs) So what that has to do with my job is I feel like I hear interesting stories and I find interesting people and people are always passionate about something. Mm, I hope, I hope (laughs) not everybody is not guaranteed, but I hope you all have a passion in something and hopefully it's a passion, something within the church. Mm. And so Madeline Shields has a passion for the homeless, for helping those who need her help um, that are poor. And so that has been her calling. God has called her to that mission. And I wanted to put her on the radio so that she could let all these listeners know about her mission and then maybe spark something in someone else. That's awesome. So that's like my hope and goal is that any person that I put on the radio is somehow going to spark something in one of the listeners. And I don't care if it's 12 listeners or one. And what I love about that too is you see the potential and you can connect it but to a certain extent you have to be like just by the nature of it you have to be detached from the outcome um yeah you'll never know the outcome yeah ever which is awesome well, because isn't... maybe the pearly gates <laughs> yeah. be like well done <laughs> well done but, whereas like someone like me i would be constantly texting the person saying hey did you ever talk to this person did like, you get you any feedback or yeah five years later hey how's that going are you still you should still be talking to that person like what happened <laughs> you know and so i feel like um i feel like you have a real art and gift for putting people together and like just seeing the wisdom and the situation and like you know, discovering their passions. So, Well, and I think it's really funny because at a meeting a long time ago, I said, I like to search for golden nuggets in people <laughs> because I just see in people. And I talked a little bit with um, Kathleen Kavorik on her show a couple Fridays ago about my charism, which is wisdom. Mm. And I think 
the way my charism plays part is I can look at a person and I just feel this golden nugget inside of them. And it, I, and I think that golden quote unquote golden nugget is their story, hmm. is their passion, is their heart. And so I like to look at people or talk to people and find that golden nugget. And Mike Kudrowski still calls it that, even though I said it like, I don't know, four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like it's a good term. <laughs> That's awesome. Because I, I know every single person is a child of God, and I know that there is something special about every single person. Mm. So even if it's, um, you know, like I said, I have a big heart for people, period. Because, you know, in a homeless shelter, I can look at each person and they might be broken and they might seem scary and they might be on drugs and they might uh, be violent and they might be all these things, but I can just see their soul and it might be very dirty and it might be really sad, but there's a reason for it. Yeah. There's th- yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> and so I always am like looking f- and I don't need to know, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not nosy. I don't walk up to everybody. So why are you the way you are? It's <laughs> not what I'm talking about. But like, I just in my mind, I just have a soft heart. And I mm-hmm. just I'm like, there's a reason they're angry. There's a reason that they're frustrated, homeless, addicted to drugs, whatever it might be. There's something broken. Mm-hmm. There is something broken that they need help with, you know, and they may never overcome it in this life. They may never over, but that's their cross. And it's really, really visible, really visible to the rest of us. And I love how you're able to give people this opportunity to tell their stories. Yeah. I Um, love that. Because everyone like has the desire to be known and to be loved and you you can, you can like see their heart and, You're giving them the opportunity and the space to share their story, which is a huge gift. Yeah. Well, and I think of uh, St. John Paul II, you know, um, I always get confused because I think they say Pope St. John Paul II. <laughs> it's confusing. I just it say JP so, too. It's so I just, much easier. <laughs> right? He knows. But I think um, he's an inspiration for me just because not only he was appointed or became pope the same year i was born so now everybody (laughs) knows how old i am but you know he um i love the fact that he brought in so many new saints Mm. and it was really important to him to bring in all of these different saints to give us all people to see and look at that we can relate with because you know people who i right now i'm talking and there could be people out there listening like yeah i just don't really like her (laughs) Oh, no one can say that. I know. It's <laughs> ridiculous. But <laughs> but I think it was such a gift from John Paul II to give us all of these saints that we could connect with. Yeah. There is somebody out there you can connect with. And that's how I think about guests on the radio. It might not appeal to every single person out there, but that guest might be speaking right to the heart of somebody who's listening. And who knows how that's going to change their life. I love that. Love that you never know. You never know. So if you're just tuning in, um, I'm sp- yeah. I'm are speaking. You? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> that ironic. <laughs> I'm speaking with Heather Carroll, oh. um, our director of programming, and I'm just asking her questions about what she loves, about what she does. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna take a quick break. Stay tuned for more Real Presence Live after this. 
This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. S.J. Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, S.J. Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. S.J. Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Teresa Curley. We're your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. We've uh, had a great morning already, and we still have another hour to go. I think we're so, so fast. It does. It does. So we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and snow everywhere, folks. Snow, snow, snow (laughs) everywhere. Pretty much all of our listening audience is going to be experiencing snow in the next couple days. So get out those snow plows, those snow shovels. Well, so I'm wearing my Ugg boots right now because that's the closest thing I have to snow boots. And I keep thinking about, oh, I should get some. Like I live in South Dakota. But I haven't yet, and at this point I'm like, well, it's almost spring. Don't need to worry about it. Don't need. Well, get it next winter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so our first interview this morning was with Madeline Shields out of the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House, and then we've just been bantering about how cool Heather is. We could go on and on about that all day. Totally. But Heather, you were talking about you enjoy discovering people's passions. Mm-hmm. So what's one of your passions? Ooh, that's really interesting. And don't I, just say my passion is finding other people's passions. Cause that's, <laughs> I mean, that could be true, but 
<laughs> um, I would have to say one of my passions is, I don't know if this is going to sound kind of strange, but like the, the faith itself. Mm. I don't think that's strange. I think that's awesome. So like <laughs> I am always in awe, not that I should be, and my mom, she is so funny because my mom is, has been one of those mothers that always knows everything. And not in a bad way, folks. <laughs> sometimes, okay, yeah, sometimes it can be bad. But she is has always been a mentor of mine that she's always learning, always reading, always studying, mm. always praying. And, you know, she could answer just about any question I have. And even to this day, as adults, she's continuing to learn and grow. Mm. And so I find that really inspiring because she just keeps growing her faith deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's just like this unending well of amazement. So I'm always in amazement of our faith and I love learning about it and I love diving deeper into it. And then I always, <laughs> it's like, okay, so like when you read a, like, let's say Tim Gray, Dr. Tim Gray, and he connects a few dots mm. in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And you're like, oh, mind blown again. <laughs> again, how can it keep happening? I, I think it just blows my mind how deep and rich our faith is. Mm. And that's a passion of mine. I love learning. Um, people make fun of my daughter and I because we watch documentaries. <laughs> Present company included. <laughs> I was going to say anything. <laughs> so a passion of mine is learning. And so then I just, I, we've gone through rough times with the church. We all know these things. We're made up of humans. But in the end, the, ch the faith and the church holds fast. And it just mm. makes me so darn proud. Mm. I just love our faith. That's so beautiful. Yeah, it is a beautiful thing. What are some of your favorite ways to learn more about the faith and to be constantly going deeper? I like to read. Um, I like to listen to Catholic radio. I always find something out new on Catholic radio that I never knew before. And I always think, okay, so here's here's the bratty part of me. Is that I'll be listening to... Um, I don't know, Dr. Ray, or I will <laughs> be listening to, you know, somebody and I'll be like, oh, I know that answer. So like I get cocky, right? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, heard that one a million times and I'll even talk to the, to the radio. Yep. Heard it. Nope. And I'll give my short answer of what it is. And then they come out with a completely different answer. It's still correct. And way more in depth. And it's just like, oh, wow. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Still a moron. Okay. <laughs> Always going deeper, right? <laughs> but you can turn on Real Presence Radio and it's just like, no matter who you're listening to or what they're talking about, it's just like, are you kidding? Okay. So I'm kind of curious about that. So part of your, well, not part, like a lot of your job <laughs> is, um, like setting up like the interviews and like the programming and things. So how do you find guests like and connect people and 
We just have a hope and a prayer. <laughs> Trisha's like, what? <laughs> I mean, I no. guess like the Holy Spirit takes care of it. But <laughs> Holy Practice. Spirit, activate. <laughs> <Practice>. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a great assistant, Therese, and we have five shows a day or five shows a week and usually about four guests per show. So that's wow. a lot of guests that is a lot to of line guests. up and to organize and coordinate. And then we have our hosts on top of it. Um, and majority of our hosts are volunteer. And so we are so grateful for all of the time and effort that hosts put in. Lots of different ways we ask our hosts, you know, Father Brian Christensen, who do you want to have on your show? Is there anybody specific that you want to talk to? Because mm-hmm. if the host is excited, the interview is exciting. The second is we scour websites, the diocesan websites, what's going on in their areas who can we talk to, et cetera. The listener relationship coordinators are another tool we use. So those that are RPR staff that are in Sioux Falls, are in Rapid City, Bismarck, Dickinson. Uh, We've got one over in Minnesota and, you know, just all over our listening network. Send us ideas like, oh, I just read this really great story in my bulletin or I just talked to this really cool person, blah, blah, blah. So they send in ideas of who we could talk to. And then people will just email us. And that's one of my favorite parts is when we get the random email that says, hey, I know this person, they should be on the air. They've got an amazing story about conversion. They have an amazing story of going through cancer. They have an amazing story of anything, you know, what makes them passionate. They're really passionate about prison ministry. They're really passionate about the hospital ministry, whatever it might be. And they write us they just go to the website, email us, and it comes to me. It says, hey, you should have this person on. That's awesome. So if you're listening and you know of such a great story. Yes. Heather, where should they go? Just go to realpresenceradio.com. Okay. And you can submit a question on there. You can also email me directly. My email is very complicated, so get out a pencil. <laughs> it's Heather at realpresenceradio.com did they get that <laughs> heather at realpresenceradio.com so <laughs> now i love hearing you talk about this stuff because before i started working for real presence radio like no clue how any of this happened you know you just like turn on the radio and it's like oh i don't know where that comes from you yeah. know what i mean so yeah. it's really fascinating to me just how the guests come on, how the radio equipment works, you know, it's just well, like, and it's a so lot of work, cool. a, a lot of behind the scenes work that Therese and I, um, there's just two of us putting all these shows together. Um, we try to have That's them impressive. done at least a week in advance. And, um, when you're dealing with that many people, it doesn't happen. <laughs> and when you're dealing with South Dakota weather, too. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. not just South Dakota. Like well, because you're supposed Midwest. to be on your way to Aberdeen right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a sore, <laughs> sore point. She's still sad because tomorrow we're broadcasting from Aberdeen. Uh, Chris Euler from the Roncalli High School up there. But it's just there's a lot of moving parts. And so uh, we try to get out our schedule um, early enough so that folks know who's coming and to plan for it. But we get cancellations last minute. We get, it's just, you know, a lot of moving parts. And so it all comes together. Like 
The Lord always has. He always provides. Yeah. There's there's been many last minutes where we're just like, please, Lord. <laughs> Please bring forward. And that's what Therese and I pray a lot, too. We meet every Monday morning. Uh, please bring forward who you want on your radio station this mm-hmm. week. Because I love it. it's his. It's his. It's his station. It's, and we're just... My email is a quote from Mother Teresa. St. Mother Teresa. Mother St. Teresa. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it is... Um, I am but a small pencil in the hand of a writing God, mm. writing a love letter to the world. Wow. I love so that. I'm just the conduit. And so I just, God, Holy Spirit, please just bring forward who you want on the show. I love that. So. Well, before we go into a break, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners about how they can help you? <laughs> well, we're moving this week. They could help us move into oh the basement. Oh my goodness, that would be so good. Oh my gosh, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Our offices. We're moving offices. <laughs> yeah. In Sioux Falls. It's, we're it's the same here. building. It's the same building. <laughs> we're just, just being dramatic about it. <laughs> no, I think that's about it. Thank you, Teresa. All right, folks, we're going to take another break. When we come back, Dr. Kenneth Flanagan is going to be joining us talking about the Redeemed Women's Conference. So pretty excited to talk to him. It sounds like it's going to be an amazing conference. More Real Presence Live right after this. Mm-hmm. 